0: hey friend happy new year my name is Cynthia, and i'm the writer at simplecintia.com with would spread hope online one word at a time so i'm not sure if you have already written your goals for the year or if you're waiting for a year to kind of settle in to get a good feel of what you're working with and then you're going to get started on your goals there is no condemnation either way I think it is always good to do what works for you. So today I wanted to give you a little bit of a view of what I do when it comes to setting my goals. I have changed my approach over the years. For example, my year used to start after the Martin Luther King holiday because for years that's when I ran my main marathon for the year. So I felt like once I accomplished that goal, life could go on. For myself for my family and i had so much invested there as far as training as far as mental um effort that went into it and physical and otherwise that i was just like all right my year starts after cross the finish line that's when i really start well things have changed now i'm calling myself a retired marathon runner but i don't say that all the time because i may get back like you just never know running is just in my blood and i love it you know but right now I am not doing super long distances, I am more into CrossFit and I run sometimes. So I haven't signed up for a race for the past two years, I don't think I have run anything official. I'm always training, I'm training for life, so now I get to start my year in January 1st. So I'm saying that to say I understand either way, when you have something going on. Or you decide, let me wait and then start with this goal stuff. Or if you're just like, hey, January 1st, let's go and just accomplish all these things. Whatever you choose, I believe that this approach might help you. I might give you some ideas and inspirations on how to look at the goals that you are going to achieve this year. Okay. So the first thing that I did was I took a look at my current schedule so what did i do i opened and i'm looking at my my book right here where i wrote it i wrote down my schedule from the time that i wake up to the time that i go to sleep and i took a very honest look at what i was doing how much time was i spending when i woke up and then what did i do after that during the week was i taking care of my kids was i getting dressed for work at one point i was driving two hours per day to go and to come back from work so all of that went in there i'm no longer doing that my commute is much shorter but that went in there my one hour that i get for a break from work i put that in there also what do i do when i come home like do i go straight to the kitchen and start cooking or is there a little downtime that i partake on so whatever you do just write down a schedule of the time that you wake up until the time that you go to sleep. Okay. Why do we do that? You kind of need to know where you are. You can't decide where you're going if you don't have a good base for where you are. Okay. A question that I ask myself and that I encourage you to ask is Can this schedule take me and my family where we need to go? That's a very good question. And I'll repeat it again. Can this current schedule? Take me and my family where we need to go and friends the answer for me was no my schedule worked for me in the past actually gave me some things that i wanted but for the place where my family and i want to go this year is not working anymore so that would take me to my second step and if yours is working for you i'd say keep it because for years I would look at my schedule and i would say this is perfect let's not mess with this because this is really working for us okay so the next step is to make adjustments where needed okay so here's some things that i needed to adjust um for example how many hours per day do i have for writing One of my goals for this year is to release four more books. I released one recently. It is called Journey to Bravery. It is available in the Kindle store, and I appreciate you and your friends for supporting me. It is devotionals for moms of little ones. But I have four more books that I want to put out there to help you and to encourage you. So do you see why it was important for me to know what my schedule looks like and how many hours I had available? Because where my family and I want to go is we want to put out four more books okay so how many hours during the day do i have to match with this project or putting out four books okay and i mean name your price right there if you want to run a marathon for the first time you need training so look at your schedule and just figure out like how many hours do i need during the day, what time of day do I need those hours in order for me to accomplish the goal of running a marathon? For you, it might be a career project that you may have. You may need to go through some training. I have a close friend who always has some type of career enrichment course she takes and she needs to test in order to get certifications that helps her to better serve her clients. And those things are massive tests they're not just like oh yeah you can just study for 30 minutes it takes month after month after month of studying and there's a lot of solo study. so she looks at her schedule and she tells herself how many hours do i need to study and she makes those adjustments because i tell you what there was one year where she had a lot of downtime and she didn't have a certification coming up so she had time to read for pleasure So I thought life was going to stay that way. So once COVID went away and I asked her like, okay, so how many books are you reading for pleasure this year? You know, let's talk about that. And she says, uh, zero because I have a test coming up. So those hours had to be readjusted in order for her and for her family to get where they were going. Likewise, you have some projects, some goals that you have and just looking at your schedule and making adjustments will really help you get there, okay? So let's talk about keeping what is working. There are things in my schedule that are working, okay? For example, menu planning and food prepping are things that are working for me and I'm not willing to give it up. It is as simple as thinking, let me take some inventory, let me see what I have in the fridge, in the pantry, and then let me plan a menu and then let me prep my food as of today at the time of this recording i have prepped almost all my food once i click finish here and we say goodbye i'm going to finish prepping my veggies and prepping my fruit and i think i'm going to make some popcorn too because i keep promising the kids i'm going to make them popcorn and i haven't And right now, popcorn is zero at WW, so I just want to live it up for a little bit. So anyway, meal planning and food prepping works because I eat so much better. I just enjoy prepping my own food. For example, today, I ate some of the best salads that I've had. Salad. It was just one. um, In a long time. So, I mean, I planned. I prepped it. It was nice, colorful, delicious. I feel amazing. Like, I feel that the nutrition that I got from the salad is sustaining me right now and is going to allow me to have a great rest of the day. I don't feel groggy. I don't feel like my energy is going down the drain because I took time to plan, to prep, and then it was easier to have all of that on my plate. So that's working. We are not taking that away from our schedule. Okay. Uh, Something else that I'm not willing to take away from my schedule because it's working is scheduling free time to make homemade treats and to visit my neighbors, I enjoy seeing people face to face. When none of us is contagious, when I know that people have are okay with my visits, you know, and the kids as well, um, they kind of get in there. We enjoy seeing our neighbors face to face and just saying hello. Um, we are new in our neighborhood, newish. It hasn't been a year yet. So we're still kind of getting to know people, but we have identified some people who, (laughs) when they see us, they're like, oh, coming in. And we're getting to know each other. And oftentimes, like, I'll wait until I have something to give to go. It doesn't happen every time. And also, I've had neighbors that it's just like, they're better cooks than I am. So I just bring my happy self. And every now and then, water happened or coffee happened but the jewel there is that interaction that makes our lives so much richer because i appreciate the friendships that my neighbors and i are cultivating so i will not give up having free time in my schedule because i treasure that like is is something that i value and i feel like it makes life so much happier you know, just to get to know people and to connect with them and encourage them. And also, um, I want to know, like, if I can be of encouragement, of service um, for somebody. And I can tell you, like, how many days I've had that were so uh, difficult. And I didn't necessarily speak to my neighbors about that. But just the fact of sitting down with them and just having a conversation and getting into their world for a minute it just relieved me of so much stress and it gave me so much joy just to get to know them to hear their stories and to share my own so excuse me do you see how that's um that goes in there just like free time to visit my neighbors free time to bake in 25 minutes and just sit there wait for stuff to be ready um i don't want to give that up so i want to make sure that that stays in my schedule okay so the last step right here and us recap just a second take a look at your current schedule make adjustments as needed as in take away things or keep things that are working and then the very last step is to write down your goals um why did i wait until the end i'm not sure i think this year i just had a lot of extra time to reflect so after i looked at my schedule i decided to write my goals i follow the same formula uh for the past few years um, and they are in the categories of faith, family, fitness, nutrition, fit nutrition. I decided to call it that this year, haha, <laughs> finances, business, and then I have a category called other, okay? So I wrote my goals, I'm not going to bore you with all of them right now, but I will tell you that this year we made a point to share our goals as a family and with our family. We do that in the summer, the kids and I, Uh, they set academic goals and I kind of rework my own goals. It's just like, okay, six months into January, how are we doing? How can we rock this fall? But I don't think we've ever really done this in uh, in January as a family. It was awesome. Uh, Number one, my kids are a little bit older, so their understanding of the value and the goodness of goals is different. Also, for me, to have accountability was amazing. Accountability, I define it as account for my ability to achieve those goals. So here's a quick example of accountability. I was reading my goals, and my husband was like, hey, how about those books? Did you put them in there? I forgot, guys. And I'm a writer, and I had written that I wanted to write this stuff some other time, but because I had that accountability, the extra person to listen to me, I put it in there. And, um, I have somebody else four other people in the house that will account for my ability to write the books and to publish them so they can be a blessing. Okay. So those are the steps. They're going to be at my blog, I'm not sure if you have written your goals or not, but I hope that this inspires you to actually, Take a deeper look at how you're living every day because that will determine when and if you're going to reach the goals you want to reach for the year. This is your friend Cynthia with SimpleCenture.com. I would spread hope online one word at a time. Bye.